Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now if you're new, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do here. Every week, we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote and we use it for motivation and inspiration to set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. So let's jump in. Last week's quote was people are way too attached to labels and titles. Just be yourself and live. Never let anyone define your infinity. People are way too attached to labels and titles. Just be yourself and live. Never let anyone define your infinity. Last week, we dove in to this quote and we talked about what the words really mean what is a label and what is a title but I realized last week we didn't talk about the very ending of this quote we didn't talk about the infinity you know I don't know about you but as the week went on and I reflected on this quote I saw the discussion on titles in labels everywhere. It could be a sermon, it could be a podcast, it could be an article that I saw online. There was this constant theme of titles. And that's when I realized this quote is so relevant to today. We are constantly seeking titles. And I ended up thinking, well, There's this infinity. That's how the quote ends. You know, don't let anyone define your infinity. There are times when people put a label on us. And I and I would like to argue that I think a label is a little bit more dangerous than a title. Because a title, I think folks can see that as a certain position they're in. So once that position or that season is over, they expect that title to shift or change. But labels, I think we can hold on to those for much longer. They always say, be careful what you tell a child. If you tell a child they're smart, they're going to grow up thinking they're smart. If you tell a child something negative about themselves, they're going to think that negative thing. You know, at a very young age, my oldest, he's not much of a talker. So people thought. But see, the Timmy we saw at home was full of energy and he talked a lot. He just needs to be talking about a topic he cares about. And he will get into detail and he just grows so excited. You know what happens when someone's excited about something. They talk faster and and their voice is getting a little bit louder and you can tell their body just wants to jump with joy. That's the Timmy we knew at home. But he's a little cautious when he's outside the home and he's meeting new people for the first time. And at a very young age, there was this label of, well, you're shy. And we noticed by that label, 
our son started to shift his behavior to fit the label. What are we doing when someone puts a label on us? And oftentimes, as we discussed last week, labels are defined as oftentimes not being accurate. You know, we, we spout out sometimes someone's lazy, someone's bad, someone, oh, that one's actually a big one. Oftentimes when you're raising little kids and they do something naughty, we say, no, no, that's bad or don't be bad. We put these labels and we don't mean to, but labels, they mean so much because they're oftentimes not accurate and we adjust to fit the mold. A label is putting a box on us and we start to fill the corners of that box. And we do that as adults. We don't let that go. You know, if you're at the job, someone may say, you know what, you're the best on the team and we tend to fit that label. But then what happens Let's say when you make a mistake and you may appear to be maybe the weakest link on your team, it then tends to feel like we constantly can't do anything right because we're conforming to the label. It's really something to ponder on. You know, over this last week, a number of my dear friends have made tremendous accomplishments in their careers. And some of those accomplishments are on the same track of what I'm aiming for. And I'm genuinely and authentically excited for them because I know they're ready for that title. But I can't help but wonder, am I? Because I'm not there yet. And then that talks about seasons. Sometimes we're not in the right season for that title. Because with that title comes a responsibility. So it's okay if we're not constantly aiming for titles. Whatever position we're in, we just have to do the best where we're at. So if I had to grade myself for this week, I'd give myself a B. I don't think I did anything particularly, you know, um, amazing this week when it comes to the quote, but I'm going to give myself some bonus points. I give myself a B plus. And why? Because I leaned into the book of the month, specifically principle two that we discussed last week. It was about communicating. Leadership is communication so that your team understands their value and their purpose. And that's one of the things that I was able to accomplish this past week. I have a team of two. And those two ladies were able to meet each other for the first time this past week. But what I really enjoyed about the conversation we had, they both were on track with our goals because I was able to successfully communicate with each of them as to what each of them will be able to provide in terms of their skills to the team. So I'm going to give myself a B plus. What grade would you give yourself this past week? Would you give yourself an A, a B, or a C? And remember, we do not fail here. We do not fail. Once you identify what grade 
you're going to give yourself. Remember, it's your decision. We all have our own rubric scale. Identify that grade. Adjust what you could have maybe done better this past week. Identify some steps. And then set the grade aside. Put that week behind you. It's over. We're in a new week. So that brings me to this week's quote. And the quote is written by Nanette Matthews. And I'm sharing her name with you because, well, I couldn't find much about this person other than the fact that they are a web content writer. She's known to have many quotes. So the quote for this week is, if you're always racing to the next moment, what happens to the one you're in if you're always racing to the next moment what happens to the one that you're in this past week we celebrated mother's day and i think oftentimes we get so caught up in our day-to-day lives and our monday through friday routines that we are constantly racing from one thing to another. We get up each morning and we're racing to try to get out the door. And once we get to work or wherever our uh, our responsibilities lie, we start to race to get to the end of the day. And then we get home and we start to race to get dinner on the table and then get back into bed and do it all over again. We are constantly racing to the next moment, but are we taking time to slow My assumption is when we're constantly racing from point A to point B, what's happening in that moment, we're missing it. We're missing the moment. This past weekend for Mother's Day, I did something what I think is really special. I slowed down. My husband and I, we took our boys to Tennessee. We went by the river. We found a really great grassy area that was nice and flat. And we got the soccer ball. We threw it out there. And all of our boys and my husband and I, we were just kicking that soccer ball around. And it was beautiful. We laughed. We saw these moments where our boys just did funny things. And the camera didn't always catch those moments. But sometimes the most special moments, they don't need to be captured in a photo because we're capturing them in our minds. For example, one of my little boys, he was supposed to put the soccer ball down and kick. That's what we're learning. You put the soccer ball on the ground and then you kick it. It's not a football where you're holding it in your hand and running. And he grabbed onto the ball and he laid down and he put the ball under his head and he closed his eyes as if it was a pillow. I didn't capture that on camera, but I'll remember that forever. Or my other twin, he quickly realized that his brother would take the ball and not kick it and just run with it. So he would put the ball down getting ready to kick, but if he saw his brother heading his way, he would pick that ball up so fast and he would just start running with it. It's those moments that we don't catch on the camera. 
or our oldest son playing with his little brothers. They're nine years apart. The fun and the joy that I could see on his face as he was teaching his little brothers how to kick the ball. Like I couldn't capture that on camera, but I'll remember that forever. So if we're always racing to the next moment, what happens to the moments that we're in? We miss them. We miss them. We don't know how many moments we have in life. We don't. But if we slow down, we'll enjoy them. So that's with family time. But then there's also, this also applies in our in our growth in our careers. This applies to our growth just in general. If we are always racing from position to position, and this ties in from last week, or from title to title, what happens to the moments we're in? We miss it. You see, the position I'm in now will get me prepared for the next. But if I'm too busy trying to get to the next, I'm missing out on the lessons that I needed to learn in that season. Actually, we talked about this a little bit this past weekend on Sunday. My husband was speaking at church and he shared seasons. A season is a moment in time in our lives. Again, we don't know how many moments we have. We don't know how many seasons we have, but it's a segment of time in our lives. And he shared that oftentimes people are sitting in this season and they don't want to leave the season because that season may have ended for them. And I quickly could relate to a position change. See, when I started my new position at the beginning of the year, I wasn't looking for a new position. I was happy in my past position with my past title. And when this opportunity came, I said no. Until I had to say yes. Because I had to realize that in my past position, the season for me there was over. Not in a bad way. Nothing negative happened. I just learned all that I could in that role. It was time for me to move to another. So I'm now in this new season. And although there are other titles that I'm interested in, it's not yet time. So what happens? I need to be in the moment and learn all that I can learn. And I bet you can do the same. We're all in different places in our lives, but there is a lesson to be learned in every season and in every moment. So if you're always racing to the next moment, what will happen to the moment you're in, you're going to miss it. So that also brings me to the book of the month. As you know, it's glue. And I have learned this past week that the author actually likes to go by Anne. So it's Anne Defam. She's the author. And what she talked about in the book this past week as I was reading, she was saying that when she gets into a new position, she quickly has to start to build rapport. And she's learned two things 
There's power in candy. <laughs> what do I mean by that? She learned that if she took the time every day at four o'clock and would walk around the office offering candy to her team, she became approachable and her team was able to feel comfortable to share with her. So although they may not be working on a project in that moment, because she took that time with each of them each day for weeks, when it came time for them to work on a project because she's a project manager, she learned that her team was able to trust her quickly and they were able to communicate with her easily because she had already invested time. She didn't race to immediately saying, okay, this is my team and this is my project. She slowed down and she utilized those starting moments to get to know her people. Because what happened in that moment She built rapport. She built relationships. But if she wasn't thinking about that in her beginning stages of her new position, and she was constantly trying to race to a project in a finish line and just focused on data and outcomes, well, she would have missed out. And she also talks about the power of names. Specifically remembering someone's name. You may be like me and you may have just rolled your eyes and thought, oh, I am awful with remembering someone's name. Yeah, I fall in that boat too. But this book gave me a different perspective. In those moments that she was getting to know her team and bringing candy to everyone and making sure that she was approachable, she would learn their preferences. She gave an example where one of her co-workers, his name was Philip, but he didn't like being called Phil. So because she took that time to get to know him, he respected her because she knew his preferred way that he likes to be called. He likes to be called Philip, not Phil. So she didn't make that mistake. She shared how she likes to be called Anne. She also shares how she would learn how people preferred to communicate. Some people liked emails, some people liked text messages, some people liked IMs. But she met them where they were. She met them where they were. And by doing that, by spending her time to get to know her people, by slowing down and being in that moment, what happened for her was building strong relationships. So we have a few challenges this week. Challenge one, we're going to get better at learning people's names. And we're going to slow down and take some time to understand folks' perspectives and how they want to be called and communicated with. And this week, we're also going to slow down. And just because we're going slow doesn't mean we're not productive. It means that we're going to be in the moment. 
We're going to accept the lessons that are waiting for us in our current season. I'm excited about this week. And I know I say this weekly, but I am because I feel like there's going to be some true lessons that we're going to learn this week when we slow things down and stay in the moment. I'm excited and I'm looking forward to hearing how well you did for this coming week. Till next time, be safe. Oh, and one more thing, we've added something new to the podcast each week. We're going to end each week with a song that'll just keep you uplifted throughout the week. So enjoy the song. Have a good one.